Coming up, John's trip on a cruise. Where'd you go, John? It was in the Caribbean, right? Yeah, I think the Western Caribbean and Mexico. Welcome to the CWW Near and Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I'm Mike the Far in this equation. And I'm John the Near. All right, this week we are going to leave the Central Florida area, and John is going to talk to us about his Caribbean cruise, which incidentally was not a Disney cruise, right, John? Nope. All right, take it away, John. How did it go? All right, and I did want to point out, I have been on, this is my second Royal Caribbean cruise, and I did go on one Disney cruise, and I prefer the Royal Caribbean myself, and uh, I know a lot of people have their preferences and their reasoning why and stuff, but um, this particular cruise was a seven-night eight-day cruise to the Western Caribbean and Mexico and Honduras. So we got there on a Sunday. Um, and th- th- this is on the Wonder of the Seas, which is currently the largest ship in the world. A couple of months from now, I think it's going to be the second largest because Royal has another ship coming out or that they're testing right now that's going to be even bigger. But... Um, so the last Royal Caribbean ship I went on, I think, was the Allure, which is extremely small compared to this. Like, it's one of their smaller, older ships. So. But, you know, at the time, I didn't know it was the first ship I've ever been on. So, But anyway, you board into the uh, mall area. And I know you probably won't be able to follow along, but in this main mall area, you'll see this glass pyramid kind of in the middle and then as you're on other levels of the ship we will see you know that here here's that glass again but this is the central park area and i'm taking the picture from an upper deck i think there's 17 floors on this ship um so it's a big one yeah there there's a better picture of it so this is where you come in underneath this glass in a big, it almost looks like a shopping mall you walk into. And I have to say, the whole thing is very unreal how, how big it is. And this is a newer ship, too. At least I'm pretty sure it is. Not brand new, but, you know, it's only it's probably only a few years old. Um, here's a slide that goes down. I forget how many stories. It goes down all the way down to from the 17th floor to i think the sixth floor so 10 story slide i didn't go on it we we were going to a couple times but you know it closed right when we were doing it Uh, we had drinks and we you know like things like that we just didn't i don't i can't tell you i love the idea of going into a (laughs) 
like a cotton sack and going down a 10 story thing in the dark. Like I, 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 I would do it because I'm, I, you know, just to do it, but I can't say as I get older, I wasn't like, wow, I really want to do that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to mention too, on this one, we went back and forth on this a while because we're not big drinkers at all but we decided to get the drink package anyway, which means we can get alcoholic beverages, specialty coffee, bottles of water, that kind of thing. It's all covered. And I, and I figured at the very least, uh, you know, bottles of water, you're definitely going to need some to take on your excursions with you. And we like a nice coffee in the afternoon, like a specialty one was nice to get a, from a different location. So, and we did drink like, uh, this is a specialty drink that's Malibu rum and, you know, a bunch of fruit juices and lime and stuff. It had a name to it and it was re really good. So we got a bunch of those, but I can tell you the whole time I never felt like I drank too much. Like I never felt like dizzy, intoxicated. So that's a good thing. All the drinks you can have for a whole week on a ship and I didn't even push myself to that where I would drink a little too much. So here's the uh, boardwalk part. There's a boardwalk in there somewhere too where they have a candy shop and a carousel and a sports bar. And this actually leads out. there. There's those slides in the background. You see them coming down? This mm -hmm. is where the 10 stories comes down from there to there where you get off the slide. Hey, John, let me ask you, where did you guys set sail out of? Was it Cape Canaveral? Yeah, I think it's called, yeah, it's a Cape or Port Canaveral, I, I guess. Port Canaveral, yeah. Port, and that's only an hour from my house, so it's an hour from Disney World. So I'm lucky with that, too. And I'm zo zooming in here, see the Skyliner? Or, oh, my sorry, goodness. The uh, zip liner. I got <laughs> They they also zip line ten stories up over the stuff. You can see it when you're eating too in the one uh, like main buffet area. You're sitting there and you're seeing people go by the window. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah, there you can see the wonder of the seas. Up front here is where they have a dive show, and uh, that that was really cool here's the stadium for the dive show and this is in the back of the ship and i did see the dive show oh they also have two rock climbing walls which are probably like eight stories and there's one on each side so that's a pretty pretty massive thing um, and i love the artwork too like they like they have that fish up there too with the big teeth and the the thing that hangs out like i love the originality of these things and again um i love walt disney world and i go all the time but my favorite part of disney world is the old weird creepy stuff and guess what they got here <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it like yeah here's like a sea a sea monster um art just piece of artwork and this is the elevator lobbies here. Like these are elevators going up. And before I forget, I have to say uh, the one complaint that I have about this ship, it was very difficult to use the elevators. Like uh, I felt like 
I would, because you can see into some of them, I literally would see empty ones go by, but then ones that are completely full stop, open the door, and it's like, well, that can't get on that one. And it seemed to happen a lot. And I'm like, they, I really would have thought they would have upped the technology by now to get that a little more smooth. But by the end of the week, I was like, we're taking the, I took the stairs a lot. And, you know, that's a lot of stairs. But they really need to do something with that. But anyway, here's a piece of strange artwork out <laughs> in Central Park. Yeah, it's, uh, a weird half-naked uh, bunny creature. Female with a rabbit head holding a giant <laughs> hair. <laughs> in my world, that's kind of cool. I'm like, huh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's here, there's the sign for the central park area um it really is a be beautiful spot we would go to the central park area almost every night and just you know walk around get some drinks there's a sunset um the very first uh, after our first night the next morning we went to uh coco Cay, which is the island that's owned by royal caribbean and they always call it a perfect day at Coco Cay. And they even have like this song that plays on the ship when they open the doors to go out there and stuff. So it is a, uh, it is a really cool um, thing. Like that's the ship there. And this is the pier heading into uh, Coco Cay, their island. And you can see how clear the water is. It's got, got that nice blue water that you always want to see um yeah there there's that slide up there the 10 story one uh, and let me see i don't know why i feel like i keep saying the same picture it might have uh went on repeat there a little bit all right yeah I don't have a lot at Coco K, which is strange because I did put a lot in the folder. But anyway, uh, Coco K was one of my favorites. I'm going to see if it went out of order, maybe. No, it doesn't seem to. Yeah, this thing really kills me with that. Like uh, my day at Coco K, I'm sure I have hundreds of pictures, and it looks like that's it i took a picture of the sign and got back on the ship so but anyway i'll talk about it for a minute um if i find the pictures i'll recap and and bring them up but coco Cay was my favorite excursion and it was free and it really is just perfect because it's their own private island the beach is perfect there's room for everybody there's a giant pool they serve you food. There's multiple locations to eat. I mean, it is just, you You can definitely spend the day out there and, you know, you won't be fighting for a beach chair or anything like that. Like, it's just really nice. And my wife and I both agreed that we liked it better than Disney's private island, you know, because that's the last one that I was at like that. And it was definitely a better experience. So... How long do you uh, did you do you got to hang out there? Um, probably from morning till night, like maybe like eight to five, something like that. So a good good solid day. And like I said, the water was warm. The o o ocean was probably around eighty ish, 
you know, so it, it was nice to go swimming in the ocean, enjoy the beach. Like I said, we got to eat food that was a little bit different. We got to go to their pool. I, I really did enjoy it. So, And for introverts, I wanted to show you, this is on the ship. This is one of the ones that has the, uh, it has the robots that make the drinks for you. So I use them several times. You just scan your card and then your name pops up when it's ready. Then you scan your card up there and the drink slides right to you and you can watch them, the robots make it. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even have to interact with people. Because my biggest issue at a bar is getting the attention of a bartender and figuring out what I want to order and uh, communicating with humans. So I would rather slide my card and have a robot make it for me. But <laughs> I know not everybody, obviously, that's not the case, or there wouldn't be any bartenders on the ship. But for me, I like the robots. Let's see, this is... This is the ship at night, I guess, just uh, as the sun's setting. I was just looking around a little bit. And here you can see how it's lit up at night. Like, uh, it's it's a pretty amazing, like, the lighting effects and everything they have. <laughs> they have three astronauts around, too, because, you know, you got to have astronauts randomly and again that's one of the royal caribbean things that's weird but that's pretty cool though i definitely thought that was neat and uh, i think you'll be able to see everything lit up there that is really really impressive yeah like look at that ship there it's like it's just it's big and like I said, right now it's the biggest in the world, so it's uh, it's 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 an amazing ship. And we were out here near the end, like the uh, water got a bit choppy near the end, and we were all the way on the top floor, and it was so bad that we were leaning into the wind, like to make it. We we made it to a door, and there was a sign on the door that said, "Door is closed for weather." It's like so. And then we looked and the stairs had stuff going across them like they're closed. Don't use the stairs. And I'm like, if I wasn't willing to break rules, then this is my, my last stand here, I guess. That's me against the wind on top of a ship. I'm going to get blown off. But I, we, we went down the stairs and just went around the roped off tape and did it anyway. But man, it can get windy up there. I, I can see how people disappear on cruise ships. Yeah, th this I think is from the window where you can eat. Like you, you can see the tables in here, so the buffet kind of surrounds that area. And yeah, I took some more pictures of the uh, carousel. They have all, all kinds of sea stuff on it, you know. They got octopus and the unicorn whale thing. I always forget the name of it. Narwhal. 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 There you go. You even have a fish horse. Oh, and they have Starbucks mugs too. The You Are Here one. So my wife was excited about that. It had one for Wonder of the Seas. Huh. So we definitely wow. got that. And I wanted to show you too. Here is the uh, 
elevator actually working, like looking up, like it's an impressive elevator and there's two of them. And so there's, I think 12 elevators right in the center going up and down, but it made me mad though. Cause that's where you're, if you stand in the right place, you can see, like I said, empty ones go past you and full ones stop. And I'm like, it's just weird. Like, Somebody must have reversed the sensors or something. So, yeah, that's a look. Our, we didn't get much special as far as a room goes. We got a balcony, which costs a few few hundred dollars extra. But I really do like to be able to go outside for a little air, especially you're on a cruise. Like the whole room could be moving and stuff. So, I don't know. It makes me feel better to see the water. So we did do that. Um, yeah, and this was our anniversary too. So this was they did that on our anniversary. They they made like towel animals, and they gave us a free bottle of wine, but we didn't drink it. So we brought it home. I think I, I would hope we still have it, but uh, you know, we're not big wine drinkers, and we could drink all. We are already paid for drinks the whole cruise, so we just never really had any. Yeah, this is the adults only area. You can see it's all uh, enclosed in glass and they have shallow pools and seats and like uh, hot tubs and things like that. And we, we spent some time there. It's, it's a pretty unique spot. And what makes it unique is it is the front of the ship. So you can actually like, you could sit there and watch as you're going forward there. So it's kind of a unique thing to sit and watch the ship, you know, cut across the waves. So I thought that was cool. Um, there's the, the helicopter pad. I actually saw somebody out there and I thought, oh, I wonder if we can just go out there and you can see there's benches and stuff. Well, I saw a video a couple of days ago that the, uh, crew member bar on this thing is three stories and at the top you can access this so they go out there they can make phone calls they can sit like it's a private area for crew members to go out so because i did see somebody and i was like oh i wonder if i can go out there and the answer is no it's for crew members but hmm. still interesting that they utilize everything in the ship and here's a here's a look again of the uh, pool at night. Man, that looks cool. That looks really cool. Like very colorful. Yeah, yeah. The colors at night are just crazy. You can see kids in the pool swimming. Stuff. And again, it's uh, it's hard to imagine that this is it's a top of a cruise ship. And here you can see the this kind of matches the sunset you know it's like the sunset is up here and the chairs are matching the sunset matter of fact all the colors do like it kind of like mixes together it's weird they 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 make the sky part of the color scheme i wouldn't be surprised if they did it on purpose i mean they're they do some when it comes to cruise ships they do some amazing stuff yeah, there's a good one. That see. sounds like the kind of stuff Disney Imagineering used to do. Well, they used to, yeah. They used to do stuff that was uh, almost didn't seem possible. 
but they don't lately. And I, I wanted to mention too, speaking of that, you know, they, they use drones like in Disneyland Paris. There was a show in here that used drones. It used them over top the audience, over everywhere. Like they went in and out, they did stuff. And I'm like, even a show on a cruise ship can utilize drones. And Disney's like, no, we tried it once. It's like, I just don't get what they're thinking of, you know? There's another angle. And there's the, uh, the slide at night. I, I absolutely love that they call that the abyss and they have that evil looking fish. Yeah, you, you climb into its mouth. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it is funny. But that, that's what I mean though. I, 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 I know Disney Cruise Line is great and there's a huge amount of pluses to it. But for me, I like the style and the decoration, you know, the, the theming of the Royal Caribbean. And again, it reminds me more of normal stuff. And that's kind of the re reason I really like Universal. It's like it's more, you know, they're not they're not stuck with just their catalog of stuff. They can basically do whatever they want. So it makes it pretty cool. Let's see. Yeah, here is, there's an ice skating rink. Hmm. And there's actually an ice skating show. I can't see anything. It is, it is amazing. I, I, I was watching it and man, they're extremely talented and but the more I watched them, though, I was like, they all had a familiar look to them. Not familiar personally, but they were Russians, all of them. Like, you, you could tell it was right. And you, you know how there's a lot of great Russian uh, uh, ballerinas and stuff. Ice skaters and ballerinas. Yeah, and ice, and yeah. like ice skating's right up their alley, too. So it, I think it had to do with that. Because again, they have people from all over the world on cruise ships, and it's not just, you know, act, actually there's probably less Americans than anything, but these guys had Russia written all over them. But they did a really good job. I, I wish I had more stuff. Uh, I, I thought I could see like if I favorited something that it would have like a heart in it. But, I'm not seeing any of them with a heart. So I don't know. I don't think Amazon quite works properly. And here's water at night. It's a little bit wow. scary. You look at the darkness and you look around, there's not a single light anywhere to be seen, just dark water forever. It's like, uh, it makes me glad I wasn't on the Titanic. Yeah, that's, that's why funny you go in there. Somebody goes in the drink on one of those things. You know, they they say that they're making an effort to try and find them, but you're not going to find. You know, I mean, I joked a lot. I, every time I told somebody that I know or work with, I was like, I oh, am yeah, going on the Wonder of the Seas. I said it's the biggest ship biggest cruise ship in the world i said it's unsinkable here 
<laughs> and I, I I always had to add that in because that's exactly what they said about the Titanic. It was so big, it's unsinkable. That's what they mm-hmm. said. It's like <laughs> so I always have to add that in, and I'm saying it to be sarcastic. So people look at me and go, "Oh no!" It's like history <laughs> repeats itself again. Here's a guy mm-hmm. saying uh, unsinkable. So. All right, this looks like our stop in Cozumel. Cozumel is an island in off of uh, Mexico. Um, I think it's a little bit, well, I don't know where it is. I, I think it's south of Cancun, like around that area, if you know where that is. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a Margaritaville. They have a Senior Frogs. That's our cruise ship you know, that you can actually see the whole thing in a picture. Um, We got an excursion here, and our excursion was we wanted to see some Mayan ruins. So there was a a, uh, excursion to see some Mayan ruins, and I, I think something else, too, but I don't even remember now. I'll have to look. Anyway, we went to a place, and the island that this is, they they said in the Mayan times, it was where the goddess of fertility was. And so, you know, in the Mayan empire, people would travel there from all over. If if they wanted to start a family, they'd have to go give a sacrifice to the god of fertility on this island and stuff. And they showed, you know, where they would where they would go from and the the way they entered the island and you know it was a lot of educational stuff the ruins themselves there's really not a lot of them there so luckily the guide had a lot of uh, very interesting things to say to kind of uh, add to the interest of it uh, yeah there's a well like there there's a lot of really cool stuff there and basically the re i've been holding out for a mexican cruise because i wanted to see the mayan ruins and yeah here is a picture of the road leading into the temple like this is the road that they would travel to get in and you know he explained about all the stuff that would be around it and this and that and a lot of it unfortunately looks like this because I guess when the Spanish got here, this is one of the islands that they didn't just, you know, like they like, I think it was the Spanish. Somebody literally Mm -hmm. destroyed the temples and stuff. They didn't just ignore them or get rid of the people. They purposefully smashed them down. So a lot of them are just not there. Uh, Later on at my next thing, at at another excursion in, uh, Chocho Ben, I think it's or Choco Ben, Chocho Ben, I don't know, but they have a lot that are still there. Like those didn't get knocked down, and there's a huge difference. So you can see here, like this, they used to be temples and stuff, and it definitely was very interesting, um, and uh, you know. What else did we do there? Oh, all right. Yeah, so so we did that. We got our picture. They sold it to us for $25, and we bought it because <laughs> I like this. A lot, a lot of the guides will tell you, you know, 
that that the island is 100% reliant on tourists now. So every time you do something, you know, if you buy something from a from one of these shops, if you buy the picture, this and that, he's like, you're helping someone who lives here. Like, this is, that, this is how we make a living now. So, of course, I gave him a good tip and, uh, you know, and I bought the picture for $25. And he made me feel guilty. Like, you know, I better... I, I don't want to be cheap about it. So then I went to a Mayan bee sanctuary and we've really just bought some gifts there. We didn't do a whole lot. Then we went to this beach that was like in the middle of nowhere. And this guy with an iguana comes up. I think he hit, he can, he has gold teeth too. So I could, I could, I felt like I could trust him. So he said, here, hold <laughs> <laughs> he just seemed trustworthy and like he's got a he's got an alligator shirt he's an american practically i i trusted him but anyway he, he let me hold the the, the uh, get a picture holding his um uh, iguana and my wife too and you know there's no charge for it or anything but then he said uh, tips, tips, and I was like, "Yeah, I know." Like I gave him, I, I think I gave him like ten bucks or something. I'm like, "Yeah, Mexico's like that." And uh, I brought a lot of cash with me, and I, I thought I was being a little weird bringing so much cash. I regretted not bringing more small bills because everybody deserves tips. Like you just, you know, you wave at somebody and. Uh, Mexico or Honduras and you should really give them at least a couple dollars because hey, <laughs> they did you know it's like that that's what it felt like at least I was like tip for this tip for that tip for them tip and and you know you can't use your credit card so definitely bring cash and it's not that big of a deal like they definitely deserve tips and I'm happy to do it my my wife works on tips so I'm definitely not against them but anyway this beach they took us to there was like a a restaurant um here's a surf school this is the facility here it's a guy who stands by this stuff and he'll teach you to surf <laughs> if you want um, yeah wow. another one he he just fixed the sign the one guy i don't think this is it yet oh nacho that's what say surf school rental u.s phone cozumel surfing by nacho I saw Nacho walking around and his shirt said not 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 Nacho on it too, so but that's his school here, see. If a guy he, says his name is Nacho and it says Nacho on his shirt, he's definitely someone you can trust. <laughs> I, I trusted him. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this is Nacho's surf school here. Um and I really didn't like this area that much. Here here's the problem. They bring us here. And I really wanted to go in the water, but just having my feet in the water for a second, the amount of sand stuck on me, like it was, the water was rough. So it was just, I, I didn't even go in the water there. I, 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 I we, we walked and we started walking up the beach here because, you know, it's an empty Mexican beach in Cosmo. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Then all of a sudden, you, you look to your right, and there's a, a bunch of guys around a table all doing something. And I'm like, all right, that's probably fine. And I keep walking. And then there's like there's like a pile of like 
black stuff and garbage and it smelled and I'm like all right is that like raw garbage or sewage or I'm like all right that's I was like yeah let, let's just go back and wait <laughs> I think I'm like I'm gonna get some weird disease out here so Mexico is beautiful but they don't have laws really and and this beach too the biggest th problem my wife had there was garbage all over it. Piles of garbage here, garbage there. And it was just so much garbage. It, 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 and again, beautiful beach. But you can't see any in this picture because that's where the tide goes in and out. But on the other side, when we first went it, in, it was just, you know, I walked in and, man, it was garbage everywhere. So we went back to the ship and... I did like the Mayan thing, but I said Cozumel was not, I heard it was so great. I was like, it's not really, you know, I didn't love it. It, it was all right. So we went back to the ship. Um, I, I wandered around a lot of time. Here's a restaurant called Wonderland. We didn't eat here, but I just walked in to see it. It's like uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland themed. Huh. So I just thought it was cool, you know, like, it's a it's a wonderland themed restaurant so let's see there's central park again we got elephants and there's there's the the astronaut in central park he's looking through the glass at people so that that's pretty cool too yeah here's a a better look at him <laughs> so you can see him from central park or from the main promenade slash mall area where you first go in and the third one i don't know if i have a good picture of him right here oh yeah there there he is he is floating on one of the rock climbing walls so you have one sitting in like weird seating out by the pool one in central park one in the uh, boardwalk area floating around by the uh, rock climbing three astronauts i don't know why i was gonna say what is the what's the reason is it a port canaveral thing or i don't know i didn't ask i just said well three astronauts <laughs> <laughs> it's not my job to ask these questions <laughs> i like i like to have mystery it's more fun right yeah i gotcha and once again here's where you don't want to be at night <laughs> If, if you're traveling with somebody that might not like you that much. Because <laughs> if you went in there, you would go under, and this is probably such tur turbulence from those giant engines, and you would be a little teeny speck rapidly going into the distance where you probably wouldn't be able to hear nothing either. So I'm sure they have loads of cameras back there. At least I would hope, but it is a scary thing, though. I just look at it, and I'm like, man, this is just one... Uh, railing and literally you look down it's like yeah if if uh if you were crazy you you could jump right out of here and i don't know what that light is in the back it might be like the moon coming up or something it was a full moon but hmm. the ocean is a scary place but a cool place though i think here i look down a little bit hey look i'm looking over there's nothing to stop you there and wow. they even put chairs next to the railing. I'm like, huh. 
Man, don't take your hyperactive kids to the back of the ship on deck. Yeah. Five. That's not yeah. the place for them. Keep them on the upper decks where it's glass and higher. Yeah, deck five, you can see how how low that railing is. I mean, it's plenty. You're not going to fall over. But there's chairs right next to it, too, so you can sit and enjoy the view. And again, another good reason to make sure you have the kind of kids that listen to you if you go on a cruise ship. Because you can't say, Captain, there's a small child in the ocean somewhere. They're going to be like, all right. I'm, they will try, but my goodness. That's, uh, I wouldn't even take my kids. Yeah, there's the abyss again. I just like <laughs> the thing at night. I kind of wish I went on it, but again, at, at my age, I'm like, yeah, did I really need to? Did I really need to go on the abyss? Not really. I mean, and and I couldn't record it either because it's not going to be anything in particular. And the, here's the robot bartender, and I think here my wife goes up to scan. That's probably a Malibu and pineapple. Or no, I do. Yeah, I do. Just hesitating there because you're not supposed to go up until it's ready. Then I scanned my thing, and it, it moves it down to you. Oh, no, my wife did that. That is really cool. I, I I really love that. Yeah, that is cool. I like that too. My favorite bartender of the week. This thing. <laughs> and and it would be my favorite because you wouldn't have to tip it. <laughs> no, you, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that because I had prepaid gratuities too. But you're right, and it makes the drink strong for some reason. Everybody said it. And I agreed. I was like, ooh, I had to wait till the ice melted a little on the stuff there. I know where my favorite bartender would have been. <laughs> yeah, one that can't accept tips because it's a machine. <laughs> All right, so this is the excursion to uh, Honduras. And I have never been to Honduras. It is a, a very, it's an island. Um. I guess I guess Honduras is a country. This is an island in Honduras. I don't I don't know the details of it. It's uh, the place where all the cruise ships stop in Honduras, but it's very easy to find, I'm sure. So, but here it was a little bit weird. Like th this felt so much more, uh, I guess, sketchy. You could say. Like the guy that took us was just like a guy who's holding this thing and he did have like a Royal Caribbean shirt on or something. But you know, he 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 was having troubles that day. You could hear him, he was really in a bad mood, he was distracted. Um it 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 was an accessible tour, which they had two space for two wheelchairs. And yeah, they don't secure him real, real good too. So that was fun hearing the guy talk like they're he's tied up in his wheelchair back there. And and the Honduras too, like this island, it 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 was amazing how um, it you know we the main bridge was out, so we had to go through the real town. So it was amazing to see the real houses and real stuff, you know. But anyway, we went to. Daniel Johnson's Monkey and Sloth Hangout. And my wife wanted to see monkeys. And uh, they also have a lot of cats there, too. 
a lot of these countries have a lot of cats and dogs roaming around. This was a monkey that was just hanging out, not in a cage. So they said they let the monkeys out once in a while, like one or two of them to roam around for exercise. I think they just escaped because they, they said they come back then. So I don't know. So we got to hold the sloth. That's my wife holding the sloth. That's me holding the sloth. And sloths are cool, but I don't know if you know anything about them. They have claws that are like uh-huh. eight inch claws and they like to grip stuff. So I didn't really care, but my my wife was like, it's. It, she said it was stabbing her through the back. Like, it's like Freddy Krueger just stabbing into you, just going, Ugh. So, but I mean, I didn't have any trouble. And we got to go in and feed the monkeys. They jumped on top of our heads and jumped all around. They were adorable. Um, you're not really allowed to hold them. Like, they, they might jump on your hand, but you can't, like, they don't understand petting. That'd be like, you know, they don't, that doesn't make sense in the world of monkeys. So they don't want you getting bit. So then they had made us all hold a giant parrot. And I don't like birds. I have bad luck with birds. Even those little lorikeets that you can feed nectar to, I've already had them. They started biting me in the arm. And it's like, they don't do that. It's like, I, I, I don't, I don't care. I, I love birds outside not holding them or interacting with them i say look a bird isn't that pretty it's like that's great but holding them i didn't even want to do it and guess what i held this bird it was given problems it was trying to it stabbed me in the top of the head it didn't want to get off me the guy had to like struggle with it it was like getting more violent and i'm like i don't i the only reason I didn't say no thanks, I didn't want to look like some guy that's scared of birds, but my thought was, I have bad luck with birds. I don't, I'm not interested. My wife held it. It all worked out perfect. She, she held it. It went to the next, but when it came to me, it's like, it's all, it started, it put holes through my shirt and it's like, oh my goodness, it's getting mean. It tried to rip the thing off the top of my hat, the button, and it was just getting the guy's yelling at it. It was getting like violent with me. I'm like, I, I think I need to call call it an end. It's like, I love birds, but I don't want to hold any, and I don't want to go in the cage with them and play with them. Like at Animal Kingdom, I love going through that bird part, but they don't touch you. They don't fly on you. They're just they're in there. It's cool. But anyway, it 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 was fun to hold slaws. It was fun to play with the monkeys. I have so many more videos, which for some reason are not in the right area. Again, Amazon, I don't know. I just moved them there and they're not there. The next thing we did is go to Arches Iguana Reserve. Famous Iguana Reserve. And uh, we met this guy. Is that Arch? It must be. Yeah, he, he, he's wearing American political hats. I'm like, what does a guy in Honduras care about that? What did it say? I didn't read it. What, what probably, did his hats? YouTube will shut us down if we said it. So it says Joe and the Ho got to go. Oh, my goodness. So he's in Honduras. Like, what is the? <laughs> well, my wife asked me about it, and he said... 
he said uh, since Joe Biden has been around, his business has gotten so bad. And so he huh. does care because I was like, why does he care about American politics? Because mo most of his money comes from American tourists. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah and I, a guy in, people are getting crazy. Guys in Honduras uh, are, are, are picking American political sides. It's like, I don't know what politics goes on in Honduras. I, I don't, I have no idea, but uh, weird. There's a lot of expats that move down to Honduras. I know that. So, yeah. you know. Oh, here's yeah. This we're gonna get some more. There, here's all the. Uh, there's so many iguanas. It's hard to not like step on them. Be really careful. So we got definitely got our share of iguanas, and you can see there they're just all over the place. Um, and we did get to feed them, but of course I think because I shot a lot of this on my action cam, um, you know the the. Some, Here's my interaction with them. See, I'm looking at the camera. They give us uh, sunflower seeds to feed them, and they are adorable little guys. Like they're and girls, and they're just uh, very. Side, I had one that kept coming to me, and he was going through my pockets. He literally was reaching in all my pockets. They wanted to see what I had. And I guess that's what they do too. They find some fun stuff in tourist pockets, so you got to be careful. There's our guide handing out stuff, and we're just supposed to hold our arms out and wait for them to come. Here's one of the guys that was in the wheelchair for the accessible tour. And there's a monkey who just walked across my wife. So again, it walked right across her face, but you're not allowed to purposely like grab them or anything but they definitely interact with you yeah there's one that came to me then yeah that's <laughs> they are adorable and here's one So look, he, he's, I think he was looking in my ears. He put his hand and he's like looking in my ear like, huh, what's in there? <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool though. I mean, I had, there, 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 there's a little bit So wow. yeah, it was a lot of fun, definitely. Again, I wanted to see Mayan ruins. My wife wanted to see monkeys of some sort so this was the part that she really wanted the excursion that she really wanted the most so i'm glad we got to do it and it was fun and we got to interact with monkeys and <clears throat> then the iguanas was just an add-on so that that was fun too but here you can see what it looks like when they're eating they're like monsters hey look at them they're all attacking they like that kind of leaf but yeah, that's iguanas eating. So <clears throat> from there, we went back to uh, the boat. And again, Honduras is a very cool little island. They're working on a lot of stuff there. But 
you know, it's definitely seems like a rough place, though. I don't think I just... I saw a lot of people, like, from the cruise ship just wandering around, like, these alleys and stuff. Like, you see, like, uh, somebody you can clearly tell is a tourist just out and about. And I'm like, I don't have the kind of confidence to go that far. It's like, I, I did my excursion and went back. And I've, I've lived as long as I did and had uh, as few problems as I have because I... I try to avoid problems. I don't walk right in and go, well, I'll just wander right into the heart of where problems may may occur and they better not. It's like, well, <laughs> life doesn't work that way. But anyway, Honduras was cool. I can tell you Cozumel too. I don't have video of it here, but the problem with Cozumel too was you get off the ship and at the port, there's people that just want you to come in, come in, free stuff, look at my stuff, you know? And they are the ones that are like uh, uh, certified or whatever mm -hmm. by Royal Caribbean. They're not even, or by the cruise ship. I should say the government certifies them. Like they're not scammers or anything. But even they can be intense, you know? You go out and they want people pulling my wife in trying to put stem cell cream on her face and this and that it's like they just get it gets crazy and then honduras wasn't too bad but again um i feel like you got to give people a lot of tips like you go you, you're supposed to give the the guy who takes you with the monkeys a tip you give your tour guy a tip you give the iguana guy a tip and it's like everybody should get a tip you know and, and again that's how they make money so but just don't forget it though like don't be don't be surprised because i don't know why i didn't think it through i bought us i brought a stack of cash and i'm like i'm not gonna need this i wish i brought more it's like <laughs> i didn't all these excursions i should have brought more so definitely bring a lot of ones and fives because i feel like one ones are too small for a tip anymore but i always feel like a six seven eight like a five and a couple ones you know for something like that i mean if somebody picks up your bag a couple bucks is fine but if they're actually doing something i feel like the minimum's going to start the fives you know a lot of the tour guides i gave a 20 at least so so who would you give like seven eight bucks to though the ones on the excursion like yeah the, yeah like like for example the like guy, the monkey the monkey guy and the guana guy or yeah yeah like between five and ten dollars is fine for them because you know you're you're with them for a small amount of time and whatever the guy who actually picked you up drove you there it's his job to watch out for you and stuff uh, they I, that's the one I gave at least 20 and you know we'll get to other excursions too where I gave them even more yeah there's one just sitting on top of my head <laughs> luckily I it's my uh, new ca camera is easy to do the selfie thing it automatically has a little screen on the front so I was like perfect so that was that on the cruise ship, they started to add all kinds of elaborate Halloween displays because it was getting to be like the 25th of October, like it was headed huh. towards. 
-hmm. And this is going into the dining room. The dining room is three stories. You could eat breakfast and dinner there every night if you want, but we ate dinner and, you know, you pick whatever you want and works out good. They're very good with allergies. My wife, the one of the people in charge would come over and specifically uh, ask her what she wanted for the next day, He'd give her a pre preview to make sure they can make exactly what she wants. So as usual, the wait staff was really good and very concerned about, you know, like, like a couple times my wife didn't um, eat everything and they were just like multiple people coming over. Like, is everything all right? Is something, is there anything we can do? Why did, and she's like, I just wasn't that, <laughs> I had a late lunch. And they're so concerned about, you know, fixing whatever they need to fix to make this, make it better the next time. And, you know, I thought that, I thought that was amazing, you know, that they, I'm so used to, uh, not necessarily people that don't care, but, you know, I remember eating at Mama Melrose and the food was so bad that none of us even finished it. And the waitress was just kind of like, not surprised, you know, it's like, if that happened on the cruise ship, they'd want to know what happened, why, what can they do? Is there anything, any alternative, you know, it's like, I, I thought that was pretty cool. So here is Costa Maya. In Costa Maya, we went to the Chachobin Mayan ruins and the Bacalar Lagoon. That was our excursion. Now, this was only like from uh, 7 o'clock in the morning to like 2.30 or something. And we didn't know about that time frame until like the, the day before because this is a six-hour and like 45-minute excursion. <laughs> So we barely had enough time to do it, and we really didn't get to see anything else in Costa Maya. In Costa Maya. But anyway, you can see this is early in the morning, the cruise ship in the port. You can see the seas are starting to get a little rough. But, yeah, and there's the, there's the ship, too. Good spot to take a picture of it. Um, so we got there. The port here was so nice. My my wife was actually very disappointed because we saw it slightly in the morning and we walked through it when we're rushing back to the ship to get on. And it like the port is so nice that you literally could have just hung out at the port. Like they did a great job. It looks like it's all new. They have pools, bars, restaurants. It's like a it's it's it looks like it's made for tourists, but you know, I'm not against that. I kind of, uh, I don't mind that. It's like the Epcot of Mexico, of Costa Maya. You don't have to leave the port. And it's, is it real Costa Maya? Well, no, not really, but it sure is nice and lots of stuff. So. But anyway, we had to get up super early to meet, to go to the Chachobin Mayan ruins. Um, yeah, that's a little bit of the port early in the morning. They even had people dressed up in Mayan gear and stuff. And the bus driver gave every, or the tour guide gave everybody a, a can of water. I was like, huh, a can of water. That's just, they don't really make that in this country, do they? I guess maybe. I, they do now. 
they do yeah. now like some some of that liquid death type stuff or whatever but yeah i had agua purificada <laughs> cl purificada probably made for american tourists and our our uh sensitive stomachs <laughs> <laughs> probably but anyway i took it i drank it but anyway here is our time at the at the uh Chachohaban Mayan ruins and you know we got there and this is what I saw and I was like wow this is so much bigger like this is like real stuff like a lot bigger than the other one I was at I thought it was great and then you know we we took some pictures and stuff and then we started walking and you know there's even more of this stuff and um it it turns out we actually climbed up so like they the 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 tour guide told us what all this stuff means see how there's like flat rocks regular rocks flat rocks it it's like over time they built like temples on top of temples as different like people reign like they wouldn't tear things down they would build on top to make it even bigger and higher and more and cooler looking like like the way they did stuff and uh let's see yeah there is just so much cool stuff here and i i i, I was gonna say they they pointed out they they said as you're walking around here this is a flat area so everywhere you see a hill it's not a hill it's overgrown houses temples like this was a whole mayan like city or something and it's amazing because i started looking at the hills and i could see they were shaped to match this and you could see the rocks i think i took some pictures like see this hill here it's like oh it's just a hill look at the 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 rock there you can see the it's it's in the shape of a pyramid type thing so it's like i started to look and they they said that they can't uncover everything they said it's one of those things where if you uncover it you have to maintain it it's like a it's like a thing with the law it isn't like our country where the government just gives prince money and says you know here's a trillion dollars to take care of the national treasure don't worry about it there they 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 have to make enough money from the tourists to pay people to maintain these areas so and so they can't clear off the next one till they can afford to maintain it with what money they make you know there's no just here's a bunch of money do whatever you want so they're very 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 slow at uncovering them so i thought that was interesting you know i would love to see you know, the more uncovered, but, and here, I don't know why I don't see the, uh, the video, but here is an area that we actually climbed up these, like, this is like a, a bunch of things here. And then off to the right, there's an even steeper one. There's, it's like 40 stairs high or something. And when you climb up, you see even more temples all around so there's like a whole nother level so you know we literally got to climb on top of these things and like th this is on top 
after we climbed up to go to the new level, somebody took our picture for us. Hmm. So I thought that was really cool. I have a whole video, but my videos didn't really appear very well. Um, this is a video of a spider monkey, which hmm. was unexpected. It's just there. Like my my wife spotted it in the tree. I don't know how well we'll be able to see it, but that was interesting too. There, there it is. See, there, there's a spider monkey just climbing, and you know that's just nature so i thought that was really cool too so she got to see more monkeys at the mayan ruins so. now what was the purpose of these mayan ruins did they know what they were doing there like was it just a generic worship site of some type or was there a significance to it i don't remember exactly but this it was literally like where it, it there they were temples and there were houses too like people lived in these cities like as we're walking out you can see where the houses were like and they made them real funny like along these lines it's like very straight lines and people lived in houses and wealthy people lived in those houses not just anybody so like this is like where the very important people would live in this kind of place um but again i think these were some kind of uh uh temples like if you ever saw apocalypto mm -hmm. the, the um, mayan kings or whatever were sitting at the top of these things and they'd sacrifice people and throw them down the stairs and you know i think they were bigger ones than this but just very interesting though like this is basically the kind of stuff that i wanted to see at least once i'm like I, 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 I always love the pyramids and stuff. And I'm like, we have them as close as Mexico. But, you know, they go, I think the, the biggest ones are like down in Guatemala. But I can literally take a cruise excursion and see these things. So I just wanted to do it. And uh, like I said, I was, I was happy I did. I definitely thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, here's a graveyard in Mexico. You know how they do like their day of the dead thing and they yeah. they, make, they make they're all little houses, see? Mhm. Mm Isn't that amazing? I never saw a real one. Like this is just we're driving down the road and they pointed out that this is a graveyard here and yeah, little houses all over and stuff. So cool. And here you can see one of the steeper climbs. Like you can climb all the way up this one. And I literally saw people with little kids like trying to put them up to the next one. And it gets to be on this one, it gets to be high. Like you can see someone there, there's one person. And that's it's a <coughs> big step. So I wouldn't be holding my kid that can barely walk and trying to get him to walk up the Mayan pyramids. But and again, this isn't even a pyramid, this is just the stairs to get to the next le level where even more stuff was located. So mm -hmm. just very cool. Like this actually uh, exceeded my expectations, you know, after I saw the other one where, you know, it's a little bit of stuff. I was like, yeah, it's cool. I still saw it, but this one was uh, much cooler. 
Yeah, and th this is a kind of tree that needs another tree to latch onto. They told us about that tree too, and what they used them for in their ancient culture and stuff. And just very, very interesting. And again, I'm not, I'm not gonna even pretend to uh, give you a lesson about the py pyramids because I would most likely be wrong, and. Uh, People don't like uh, people that don't know what they're talking about, talking about other people's. Uh... <laughs> let let me tell you about the Mayans. It's like, yeah, well, I don't know much, but the our tour guide was very knowledgeable, though. And again, I found it fascinating. This is at the uh, gift shop there. And I, I bought a few things from the gift shop, too. They always say, uh, you know, support the locals it's it's nice for them i don't know why it groups the uh, it groups the videos at the bottom now very odd not that it matters but yeah here you can see these are houses see uh see these walls here mm -hmm. houses were built and then you can see right there in between Here's another house. It's like that was houses back in, you know, thousands of years ago. So wealthy people lived in the same complex as the. Uh... Oh, yeah, here. I don't know if I kept kept it on. Nah. That's the big set of stairs you can go up. I know a little bit about this stuff because I studied it. I could bore you for hours with this stuff, believe it or not. But yeah. I've never heard of this particular site. That's why I asked the question because I, I I wasn't aware that there was a site like that that far down. I believe this is southern Mexico, probably right. Yeah, I think so. Cozumel. It's it's. Uh, I don't know if it's southern. It's more eastern. It's like it's like. Cancun and then Cozumel down from Cancun. So okay, okay. It's not, but it's not that far south. So this is it's Cancun here. Eastern. It's nearer Cancun. I think if you go north for a ways, you hit Cancun next. Okay, okay. But yeah, you can climb around on all these on a lot of this stuff, which I find that amazing too. I'm like. In this country, you wouldn't be climbing around on anything. So the amount of stuff you can climb on here is is just crazy. And of course, I don't see it, but I recorded myself going all the way up one and then over, like to see what it looks like to kind of give you the feel of climbing it. Then when you get to the top, you can see a whole nother complex of them up there. Yeah, see, uh, ooch. Benka, I don't know what that is. Oh, all right, yeah. So this is after after we went to um, uh, the Mayan ruins. So that's it for Mayan ruins. And then we went to this beach. This is part of the Bacalar Lagoon. And what I didn't know was the Bacalar Lagoon, I guess, is really big and includes many different things. And it turns out that, uh, you know, they're not all quite as pretty as each other. Like, 
we saw pictures of the lagoon and it's like a multicolored water lagoon. It looks great. And, you know, we got there and it was all right. Very rocky uh, beach, really. You know, we went kayaking and stuff. Within like 20 minutes, my wife and I were like, we're ready to go. It's like just not our thing. It wasn't. We just didn't care for it that much. But yeah, of course, here's the video I was looking for mixed in with the next one. So you climb up one of these things. Oh, no, this isn't the video. This is a video, though, that kind of shows you what the rooms were like. That 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 would have been like a room up a stairs somewhere. Yeah, never mind. Anyway, at this place, we got drinks. We got Mexican food. Um, it was it was all right. And then uh, it started to rain by the end. So we went back to the bus as it started pouring. So um, we were happy to get back to our uh, boat on time because the thing about the uh, the boats are they will leave without you. They can't wait. You know, they literally can't wait. They can give you a little lee leeway, but there's schedules of boats coming in and out, and they can't be like, well, some guy didn't feel like coming back, so what are you going to do? It's like, nope, you're going to have to find a way home at that point. So, um, This is a couple of pictures of the, uh, of the port, and like I said, it's like the Epcot of Co Costa Maya. It's decorated and made to be beautiful it looks like a little city it's got restaurants it's got pools um it's got uh flamingos all kinds of stuff like this is all at the port at costa maya which you don't have to pay anything for just get off the boat and go walk over there and my wife was so mad she's like that that is so nice and they made us sit at that at that Bacalar Lagoon for like two hours. We didn't even want to be there. After like 20 minutes, we were done. So we could have uh, explored this and, and it's free, you know? So live and learn, I guess. Like, uh... Yeah, there's part of the pool there. There's nobody there because our, sh our ship is the only ship there for that time. And it was literally like 10 minutes till everyone had to be in. So we were literally like running through the port, but I, I I just snapped a bunch of pictures as well as I could. And let's see. Yeah, my wife had some jewelry made there, huh. of course. And that's the funny thing too. The the bus driver also has a friend that can make jewelry and she hands out this thing and says, if you order it now, it'll be waiting for you when you get back to the port and stuff. Just more uh -huh. salesmanship trying to, you know, it's like I'm making money as a tour guide. I'm getting my tips. Now I'm going to get a cut of some jewelry if we can get that going. It's like, that's smart. I'm, I don't, yeah. I don't begrudge them. And my wife liked it. And she's like, I, I'm going to have one made. So, She's the, she's a, one of the best, uh, best people in the world. If you're a salesman, she's right. <laughs> she's ready to buy. <laughs> Always. It's like, oh. <laughs>
But anyway, like I said, that's I, I I like the idea more that somebody handmade jewelry somewhere on the island, not like at the port. You know, it's all tourist stuff, and there's nobody really making anything there. None of the people, at least. So it's uh, it's always better to try to buy stuff inland from normal people if you can, because you help people a lot more like that. <coughs> so, Sorry about that. Anyway, we got back to the boat. Uh, had lunch. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> then we saw a show. They they have theaters there too. They have theaters, ice rinks, dive shows, like all this stuff. It's a superhero show, and it's so it's just it's just odd. But I mean, it's it's well done. They just made all this stuff up, and uh, I, they come right out in front of you on the stage, go right past the people. They have drones. Let's see. Yeah, here's people flying through the air. Um, a guy in this giant drone on a cable, but they also have real drones all over, and just, of course, I don't know exactly where they are because... Uh, my videos don't stay in order very well. But yeah, there's the giant drone thing going right over top the audience. I mean, it's probably not dangerous to have real heavy stuff on cables over top people on a cruise ship that's moving around. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I wasn't worried. <laughs> <laughs> but what got me about these shows though was and the diving one too like i at first i'm like how am i gonna watch people dive for 40 minutes it's like i don't even want to see it they they do these shows so well and i'm like and they're completely original and they don't depend on any ip at all they're just making stuff up and i'm like it, it's really well done of course i can't find any drones but <clears throat> even though I videoed a lot of drones, but uh, that's all right. I the the point is that they uh, that they uh, did a very good job with it, and I'm probably gonna. Here's more Central Park. Here's cupcakes for Halloween. I didn't have any of them. But they had a lot though. Like I came back later and that thing was decimated. So um, yeah, here's our waiter we had every night. Super nice people. And that's our, uh, I guess we had a separate guy for the drinks, you know, but very nice people. Let's see, I got some more pictures. There's the boardwalk area. Cool area. You're going to start seeing a little bit of repeats because, uh, you know, I'm on a cruise ship. But this is the dive show, and I don't think, I, I, don't, I wish I knew where the video was from the first one, but the girl was on this thing like this, and from the right angle, 
she was just spinning all around and then at one point she was walking and she would walk then she would walk straight up and straight back she 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 was like walking and it, she just did such a good job of it and it wasn't in this performance though it was in another one but and the crazy thing too is this was an all female show which is nothing new right now it's like everybody's doing that but these girls were doing some crazy stuff. Like they were diving from the highest point. Like I'm watching it like, man, I, I hope they don't, nothing goes wrong, but they did an excellent job, you know? Uh, again, they didn't make a big deal about that it's all women or anything, but it just happened that it was. They were super good. So yeah, the dive show is definitely worth doing too. And I know that's not in the right order, but that is the end of my picture somehow and uh, a couple of notes um the drink package really wasn't worth it for my wife and i but the main reason we got it is i'm i'm gonna be 50 in a couple years and i don't i I never like try any drinks or anything i'm like it would be nice for once in my life to be like, yeah, let me try something. Let's see if this sounds good. I'll, you know, it's like, I just never do that. I've never had, you know, when I was younger, I didn't have the money to just waste on spending $20 on a drink to see if it tastes good or something. It's like, I just would never do that. So I'm like, for something di different, we got it. So I don't regret it. Money-wise, I probably would have saved money just buying the drinks I bought. But then I probably would have skipped most of them and went like, nah, I don't really want one. I'm good. Um, the funny thing is I still had water every night for my di with dinner. I could have whatever I want. It's like, I'll take water. Even with a drink package, I could even have whatever alcoholic beverage I want. And I had water. But, And I also wanted to point out that um, for me seven nights is way too much on a cruise like it's too long uh, my daughter always says about five days is perfect you know five days is perfect but i i actually read that they have uh, three-day cruises on here i saw some, somebody go on one they leave port canaveral they go to coco Cay for one day which was one of my favorite places and it doesn't cost anything extra even the food there, it's included with the cruise. So Coco Cay, you get to go in the ocean, pool, whatever. And then one day cruising back. So three days, I thought to myself, I would love a three-day cruise. You know, it would be hard for like you to do because you got to fly down here too. It's like, that's a big, yeah. an extra thousand miles is in there. But for me, it's only an hour drive, so within like two hours, I can be from my house on in on the cruise ship in like two hours. That's not that that makes a three day cruise worthwhile. Because I wanted to say too, they have it set up so well. Like you, you've got to pick what time you cut you you uh, board, and that's because um, that's because they have. Uh, it's so big they can't just have thousands of people show up yeah. at once and that worked perfect i don't think i i barely stopped walking you know you walk in you drop off your bags you don't even stop you get in line you go through a thing they sort you out they have people everywhere to point you where where to go 
you get your thing, they point you where to go next, and you go through that. It's like before you know it, you're walking on the ship. It's a long walk, but you, it's like you never stop, and you go right there. And I'm like, I thought to myself, that wasn't bad. And leaving was really e easy. We scheduled the time. When we left, there was hardly anybody else there. We just kind of walked right off and did our little zigzag again, and it's done. It, it really was easy, so... To me, that made a three-day cruise sound like a pretty cool idea to try sometime, you know? So that's what I want to do. And again, I liked my Disney cruise before, but I mean, the Wonder of the Seas is just an unbelievable boat, and Coco Cay is unbelievable, and you do pay a premium for Disney and they have a whole floor of like stuff for kids to do. I don't have any kids that, that young. My daughter would be in the adult pool at this point. So it just really doesn't do anything for me. Like, um, I, I, uh, I don't see a Disney cruise in my future. But I certainly would do another uh, Royal Caribbean. Like like I said, I want to do a three-day just sooner, but long-term, like say a year or two from now, if I want to do another cruise, I think a five-night would be perfect. And I don't need to do all these excursions again. I saw lots of Mayan pyramids. It's not something I can't get enough of. It's something I never saw, and I wanted to see it. And my wife doesn't have to go to Honduras to hold sloths and monkeys every cruise. It's like, we did that, and it was awesome. Maybe we'll do it again, but it's not an every cruise thing. So a, they have a lot of shorter cruises that are less expensive and, and, like I said, not as long that are just the Caribbean. And that's fine if you really just mainly want to go to Coco Cay. It's like, that's great, you know? So... That is what I will do next time. I don't regret this at all, but it's not something I would do every time. A little bit too long for me. Hmm. That's I. I think you uh, you kind of hit something there, and that you know, for this podcast, we primarily do Disney Universal stuff. But you you kind of hit a point. Disney's great, and Disney Cruise Line has a great reputation, and they're they're good for what they do. But uh, sometimes it's uh, probably good to step away from all that, quote, magic, unquote, and experience something outside of, you know, that realm. You know what I mean? And to me, it looks like in, in talking to you over the years and you living down there that, you know, your your life over the years has been dominated by the presence of Disney, Universal, etc. And it really seems like this was really cool for you and, and really something special for you to step away from that and experience all this in a non-Disney Universal type environment, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's still a very uh, structured themed environment but it's not the two things i i'm around the most and again i still love uh disney parks and universal parks and all that but again when i go on a cruise i don't mind you know hearing frozen music around every corner and stuff and it is cute but 
I couldn't even imagine being on like a seven night Disney cruise. I'd be like, that's <laughs> that's too much for a you know middle aged man who's not a huge Disney movie fan. I think it'd be like, all right, I've had enough uh, Disney tunes everywhere. It is awesome though. Like I I did when I was on a Disney cruise. I loved to hear the, like the horn would play like a when you wish upon a star or something like that. It's like it, that is really cool. It's cool to see, but again, it's not. I'm not one of those Disney people who loves everything Disney, and I want everything I own to be Disney, Disney, Disney. It's like I don't really do a lot of Disney outside of theme parks. So, well, so one last question I have for you, sort of a little minute detail, but something that people ask about a lot of times. What and, and this may sound stupid, but what's the parking situation like when you drive to this port? Like, where do you park? What does that cost? That is a good question for, you know, all the nights that I had, I pre-booked a place that's right in front of it. It was called like, I don't know, like port parking or something real generic, but they have cameras and it was... Um, probably like 12 bucks a night with uh, after taxes and stuff. I think it was like 90 some dollars and we were there for like eight days. Now, when I got back, I had dirt all over my car because they were doing construction. But mm. the one light at the top of my car, the corner was broken off. And I'm like, was somebody trying to break my window? So I told them about it and they were super nice. And they said, yeah, let's write it down you know, the owner will review the cameras because it's right in front and we'll see if, what happened. Within like an hour, he sent a video of me driving in, like literally me in the car dropping off the bags and the light was broke when I got there. And I would have sworn it wasn't, but my wife just parked it at the airport in Sanford not long ago. Maybe something happened there or something, but it's weird. It's just a little piece of plastic broken off like somebody was trying to, pry something at the window and i'm like and it could have happened here too but unlikely my my neighborhood's not really in a vandalism kind of spot but it's not impossible though that could happen but it definitely was not broke when i pulled in which i thought was weird because i noticed it immediately and i'm like how did i not notice that before but the guy it wouldn't be worth him uh, hi hiring a Hollywood studio to recreate, <laughs> make a perfect video of me driving in. So I'm like, I believe it. That's uh, I just didn't see it. So thank goodness for video cameras, or I would have blamed that poor company for yeah. uh, you know vandalism happening there when it didn't. The funny thing was though, too, the car right next to me had the back like light thing pried off too. I'm like, somebody must have been prying them off everywhere. But mine was like that when I got in, so I don't know. Weird though, isn't it? Just a coincidence. Yeah. Like I, I, I really did was like this is not right. But anyway, like ninety some dollars. So if I was there for a few days, it probably cost me like forty bucks for parking or something. But okay, yeah. But all I right, it's definitely worth it. And uh, yeah, I my next one I think is going to be. A three-day cruise with one day at Coco Cay, and just see how I feel about that. Because the other thing is, I use one of those little seasick patches. I don't even know if I need it, but 
I hear once it hits you, it's too late. Like you, you, you're going to be like that for days. So it's like, I took it just in case because my wife already had it. So I just put it on now, probably for about two full weeks when I'm back on land, I still feel like things are moving. That's wow. just me though. That happened on all my cruises. It's going away now, but you know, my, my, my wife, my daughter, after about two days, they're fine. It takes me a couple of weeks like to not feel it anymore. So it doesn't bother me. It's just, you go like into a bathroom and you feel like it's moving, like, like you're moving or something. And it doesn't bother me on the ship at all. I didn't even care when it was rough and you could feel things moving around. Don't bother me at all. But, uh, you know, just weird when you get back to solid ground, it sticks with you for a while. I'll have to see how a two-day cruise or a three-day cruise, and maybe that I'd get over quicker. You know, it's always been years between them, too, so who knows. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. It sounded like you had a great time, John, and that's that's good to hear. Uh, so you, you recommend uh, Royal Caribbean, then? I would. I don't really have a lot of other experience besides Disney, but I'd recommend Disney, too, if you really like that kind of stuff. You got kids, and again, Disney had its pluses, too. It definitely was not. It's a great cruise. But for me, I I would I like the Royal Caribbean better. And the other ship I was on years ago was a small one, and I like that, too. I don't even need a big ship. I might even try that sometime. Just one of the smaller ships. Just you know, I, I don't, I don't really need uh, the biggest. I don't have to be on the biggest ship in the world. It's pretty cool, but you know, I don't need it that big. Well, very cool, very cool. Glad you had a good time. Uh, all right, John. So, where can they find you online? You can find me at c.wdw on Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, YouTube, and C.UO on Instagram and Facebook. All right. And you can find me at The Giant Rat, T H E E Giant Rat, on all the socials. And that should do it for this one. We will see you on the next one.